the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And for the next two hours, we're going to talk about car, car repair. We're going to talk about all kinds of car stuff. And sitting next to me is my wing lady. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. And it's my wife of 742 years. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like it, doesn't it? Some days. Yeah. I love that intro because it is so perfect for you. Jeremy knows you well. Oh, the one that says, if you agree with Mark, seek professional help. Exactly. It's been said before. I think that's where he got it, but it's been said before. (laughs) Anyway, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem, 602-508-0960. I'm going to tell you a success story. Okay. There was this guy that had a Beamer, and he took it in because it was blowing water or a mist or a white smoke out of the air conditioning vents. So he took it in to a shop, and they told him he needed an evaporator. Now, the evaporator is the cold part of your air conditioning. It's positioned in front of the passenger underneath the windshield. Behind the evaporator is a fan. Mm -hmm. So... When you want air conditioning, we turn on the fan, we open up the the vents as you ask for, and we blow a fan across this ice-cold, what looks like a radiator. Okay? With me? Got it. Got it. So anyway, they give him a $1,600 estimate to replace the evaporator in the case. The $1,600 might be a little high, might be a little low, I don't know. It is a big job. to take. You you take the dashboard out from from the left to the right. You take the seats out. And then you take all the console and you take the steering column. I mean, you have to take it. If people could see their car in that state of disassembly, they would just have a fit. I think we've posted one or two of those on Instagram. It's pretty crazy. (laughs) It is. And, And most of the guys that work on cars, they know to put the bolts here and the bolts there. A lot of guys will put the bolts back where they got them. Mm -hmm. That way it's easy to determine. But the biggest fear is, is you got it all done and you got three extra bolts. Or you got a noise, yeah. yeah. Or you got a noise caused by the three extra bolts. Yes. So it's it's that kind of a of an issue. But anyway, sixteen hundred bucks. He takes it to Harker's, Thirty Eighth Avenue in Indian School. Tells him the same symptoms. Bob verifies the symptoms. There are drains at the bottom of this case because the evaporator on the air conditioning side sweats water, just like in your refrigerator and and, and freezer. So Bob goes underneath the car, and there's two rubber drains. So he sticks a coat hanger in one, and water comes out. So he sticks a coat hanger in the other, and water comes out. So then he gets a vacuum cleaner and starts sucking on them, and pretty soon there's a bunch of water comes out. 
I think the bill on this for the diagnostic and everything else, and and then they clean the drains up, and I think they clip the ends of them off because usually the ends have a flapper, kind of a flat thing where the ends together. Okay. That way animals can't crawl up. Nobody cares about animals. Mm-hmm. Besides, if they can crawl up that tube, they're not going to be biting on anything. I was going to say, they'd have to be awful small. <laughs> it's about the size of a pencil or maybe bigger. Okay. So he drains everything out. I think the bill was 125 150 I don't know. And that's about an hour's worth of time. Mm-hmm. And that customer saved a lot of money. That was it. Yeah, that getting was the a, fix. Yeah, getting a second opinion. That's kind of the important stuff. But you can't just call around on the, radio, on the phone and say, how much is a new evaporator? Because you're wasting everybody's time. There isn't anybody, dealers, independents, chains. We don't work off someone else's estimate. We don't work off on somebody else's diagnosis. We want to see it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want to drive it ourselves. That I'm talking for everybody. Sure. So if you're told something and and you start bidding it, most of us aren't going to bid it. We need the car in front of us. And we need to see the symptoms because the repair, as you well know, is symptoms, estimate, repair, then verification of that you fix the car. And that's kind of how it works. I'll tell you the number one thing we see is lower control arm bushings. I'll bet you there's 10 people out there right now that have just recently been told that their lower control arm bushings are bad. So let's talk about the adjectives on lower control arm bushings. The adjectives could be um, it's worn, it's cracked, um, it's um, I can see cracks versus oh, it's cracked. And then the last one is is it's bad. Now, here's the deal. When the lower control arm bushings are bad, if you take not I don't care what car you're driving. If you take off rapidly, there's likely to be a clunk. And when you come to a stop rapidly, it's liable to be a clunk. That means that the lower control arms are moving around in that bushing, clunk 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 clunk. Mm-hmm. It won't be two clunks, it'll just be one clunk and then clunk. That's a symptom. I I am in the majority that says Kraken is just not a word I'm we're gonna use. It's either good or it's bad. That's all now bad. I want to describe a lower control arm bushing to you. I want you to take a pipe about the size of a silver dollar. I want you to put a bolt through the middle of it that's the size of a Crayola. And then I want you to wrap rubber around that. Okay? So the Crayola that mm-hmm. sits inside this donut cannot touch any metal because there's rubber there. So if you have no rubber, <laughs> it's pretty doggone obvious when you drive the car. But they're all cracked, and they're all, oh, we see crack. A I little a, bit, yeah. I had a caller the other day, a shop called me, and he says, i got to tell you about lower control ambitions because that's a really big deal, and it's very highly profitable. You put the lower control ambitions, you get to line the car, ding, bingo, dangle, and you're making money. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, and it's no risk money, but... The other day, he got a car in, and the customer said, I've been told I need lower control arm bushings. This is what he said to me. We had to use a flashlight and a mirror to see one crack, and the crack was so small, it didn't even look like any wrinkles in my face. Mm -hmm. He said it was just, how did they see the crack with a flat, unless they use a flat? And that's that's just not, that's not fair. That's just not right. So... It's it's and I'll tell you something else. Oil leaks. <laughs> Nothing winds winds up my underwear tighter than oil leaks. Okay, so here's the deal. Weeping. 
these are the words, adjectives they use. I just wrote these down. Weeping, seeping, um, weeping, seeping, and wet and dripping. Okay. okay, that's kind of the way it is. Weeping. Mm-hmm. There isn't a rubber seal on a car that doesn't have some weeping, which is just an oily uh, exterior around residue it. around Resid- it or something. Thank you yeah. for that. So if it's weeping and is different than seeping. Right. Okay. Weeping is we're wet. Mm-hmm. And and you can use the word wet. That's kind of the first one. So wet and weeping are kind of the same. Then we got seeping. That's different. Then we got just dripping <laughs> and we got wet all over the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, but the customer has one question. That's it. Just one question. What color is it? And will I see it on the ground in my garage? Mm-hmm. And they go, well, it's green or it's red or it's brown or whatever. It can be clear fluid. And they go this and say, well, you know what? Why don't you write me up an estimate, attach your business card to it, staple it onto the estimate. And what I like to do is go home and look at my garage. Mm -hmm. If there's nothing on the ground, then somebody's on their white horse with twin six shooters with a mask over their face trying to take advantage of you. So the weeping and seeping and leaking and all that kind of stuff just goes, I, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so bad mm-hmm. and it's happening a lot. Yeah, we see a lot. And I bet you, would you say seven out of 10 people don't need what somebody has told them they need a big repair bill? I would say seven to eight, okay. seven to eight uh, out of 10. I would too. And, we- and. And we're being generous as much as we can. Mm-hmm. We're not beating anybody up. We're not saying your shop is a bad shop or anything like that. It's just an, you're going to ask the questions, and we have to put the question in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Are my lower control arms bushings bad, bad enough to necessitate installation of new bushings? Right. Well, your car has 40,000 miles on it. Um, I did see one crack. If this was, and this is what I always say, and everybody mm-hmm. laughs, you can take my grandkids to Disneyland and back, and I'm quite sure you're all going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, no, if this was my car, now the customers say, do you love your wife? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Or no, I hate her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they say, well, would would you replace these on your wife's car? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. What well, does your wife drive to Flagstaff and back? Yeah, once in a while. No, still no. So here's what you look for. A clunk on hard acceleration, a clunk on, on uh, braking. That's what you look for. Mm-hmm. If you have those kinds of symptoms, then most likely you've got some upper or lower control arm bushings that are bad. Now, do you replace both sides? I don't know that. Well, it just depends. Um, it depends on the mileage more than anything else. Mm-hmm. If a car's got 80 to 100, I think you do both sides. Sure. If it, the car's got 40 and you're going to do one, uh, and you don't want to do one because they're in pairs, so you do the two, you do two of them, and, and that just makes it better for the customer. Mm-hmm. So weeping, seeping, and all that kind of stuff has a lot to do with your car. But you just need to ask the right question. When they're talking about weeping and seeping and leaking, you mm-hmm. need to say, what color is it? And show me underneath the car where it's at. Oh, it's right in front of you. Okay, how far behind the headlights? Mm-hmm. Oh, about 18 inches. Good, I'll look. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when you say, write it down and give me an estimate and attach your business card to it, if they're pulling on your leg, they probably won't do that. Yeah. They'll pull out a napkin from McDonald's and write it on there, but they're not going to tell you who they are. Yeah. Okay, we've got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Bob. Bob, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, I've got a 14 Mustang GT, and I dropped the tranny pan and captured every bit of fluid that came out. And um, 
eight quarts came out. Now, normally, but I had the front of the car elevated on jack stands. Now, normally, only about five and a half quarts come out. Does that make sense to you? Well, I think you're judging um, your 64 Mustang with your 14 Mustang. No, it's the same Mustang. Same Mustang that I changed it, you know, about 20,000 miles ago. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. I'm saying your old car did hold five quarts, but the new cars hold a lot more. And so what you really need to do is is get on the Internet and look for the transmission fluid specifications. And basically the pan's going to have about half of what you total. So if you take eight, it'll probably have four. And we're going to keep some in the converter. Now, how deep is the pan? How deep is the pan? Oh, it's is probably it two about inches? three inches, about three inches deep. And you and think you got inches. seven quarts out of it? Eight quarts um, out of it? Well, maybe I didn't state this right. The last time I did it, about 20,000 miles ago, the car was level on the jack stands. Okay. This time when I when I drained it, the front end was elevated on the jack stands about three inches higher than the back. And I got, what I'm saying is I got three more quarts of tranny fluid out okay, just I, by dropping the pan. I would have guessed more that, that you, don't, would, you wouldn't get it because the torque converter is that big round tub in the front and it doesn't yeah. drain. If That's if you stand the car in the rear bumper, it ain't going to drain. So I don't understand what you're telling me. I can tell you the oil pan on your Mustang doesn't hold seven quarts or six quarts. You would have had oil that's... This is the tranny pan we're talking about. Yeah. I've been talking about tranny pans. Yeah. Well, you said oil. so uh, you Oil kinda... pan on oh, the tranny. tranny. Okay, yeah, well, it probably yeah. confused uh, We've been talking about transmissions this whole time. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we can argue all you want, but you're wrong. The oil pan doesn't hold anywhere near seven quarts. If you would have undone that oil pan, you'd have had oil run into the neighbor's house. There's no way you can drop the pan, and if it has seven quarts in it, and not have oil everywhere. There's no way the pan holds more than two quarts, two and a half, maybe three. So I can't help you, but I would look at the owner's manual, or I would get a technical a manual and look and see how many quarts it has on a service and on a flush. Those are the two issues. A service, drop the pan, replace the filter, put the pan back up, bring it back to full. A flush, we're getting all of it. And we're going to shove in 14 quarts and shove out 14 quarts or shove in 10 or shove in out. You know who's going to call me? Alger's going to call I'm me. I'm sure he is. Alger's going to call me on my, se- on my cell phone and chew my butt. Right. But you know what? If I'm wrong, I'll admit it. Right. I'll, but Well, I, he, he's just saying there's a huge difference in what he got out before and what he got out this time because the car was in a different position. So. Okay, but I explained that the torque converter, if you stand it on the rear bumper, it ain't going to leak anymore. So that's the only place extra oil would come that, from. That's all. Okay. That's all it comes. It comes from the torque converter. The torque converter converts engine power to uh, transmission and sends it to the back end of the car. Mm-hmm. So it's a big tub. The tub is bigger than the biggest softball, okay? And it's totally round. All right. Okay? And it's if you took the a big softball, Mm-hmm. Not a little one, but a big one. I didn't you, know there was different sizes. I didn't either. Oh, you didn't There's have a to... baseball and a softball. <laughs> no. Okay. This is, a, this is a, a softball, and it goes all in a circle. Okay. And what it does is the motor is connect, connect, connected to the torque converter, and inside the torque converter is fluid. Mm-hmm. So as we spin it, we create pressure, and then all of a sudden we, we're motoring down the road. Okay. So 
Don't try to correct me. Okay, Bob, sorry. Okay. You couldn't answer your question. We'll see if we can get an expert on the tranny <laughs> No, the fact I answered the question, the question is, is he's just wrong. Unfortunately, he's wrong. He wants me to believe that he's going to lift up the front of the car and all of a sudden it's going to dump out seven quarts. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, okay. I, and I said twice, if you stand the car up on its rear bumper... I know. You're, we you're not going to have it. We okay. heard you. Settle down. Settle down. The only thing missing on that was YouTube. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Oh, man. The other day, a, a guy called me on YouTube, and I said, um, you know, I see where we're at. Stop pointing at the <laughs> clock. Um, he started off with YouTube, and I just bit my tongue until it was bloody. And, and, and folks, this is the reason why. You're talking to somebody on the Internet, and he's made a video and he's telling you how to fix your car over the internet. Um, I can't even do that. Um, I'm I'm shooting about twenty percent of the time. I'm right. If they give me good symptoms, I'm right. If I if they, but if I say does does it wobble at the seat or does it wobble on the steering wheel, and they give me the wrong answer, I'm going to give them the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. But YouTube is good entertainment. But if those guys were that good in making videos and diagnosing your car, then they'd be working at a garage that makes fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year, and that's a whole lot better than do, holding your phone out and doing a YouTube. <sighs> I don't know. I've heard lots of people make lots of money on YouTube. But. Uh, it might be porn, and I'm not doing porn. <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. Okay, okay 21 we'll minutes re- after the hour, <laughs> we'll be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Hey everybody, this is Steve Woods. I am pleased to be hosting a brand new show right here on 960 The Patriot. The show's called The Beacon. It's sponsored by Phoenix Christian. And each and every week on Sundays from 9 to 10 a.m., we take a look at how God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. You are invited to tune in, listen up, and be encouraged. Please join us again every Sunday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. 
What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas? Wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard? Vacationing in the French Riviera and then buying it? I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. You have no idea what goes on behind the scenes and how I how I have to calm my wife down. <laughs> and take and the abuse. <laughs> Raymond, I'm surprised you even called after that first call and he's I figured nobody else would call cuz they didn't want to get their butt chewed. <laughs> <laughs> I, and 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 we we do the show behind the show, right? And a transmission oil pan is probably twelve by twelve, and it's probably two to three inches tall. Okay. Look at the oil pan. You've seen an oil pan a hundred times in your life. Mm-hmm. That thing holds five quarts. Okay. Okay. We're talking about a big difference here. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was trying to be nice, Raymond. How are you, buddy? What can I do for you? Good morning, Mark. How you doing? You know, I'm doing better than I was 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a situation with my truck that I got to ask a question on. But more importantly, I got a situation that you might be interested in. Okay. And it deals with the industry. Okay. On YouTube, I mean, not YouTube, but on 60 Minutes within the last two months, there's a guy who deemed himself the savior of the world. Uh-huh. And one thing he created from vegetables, all three items are from vegetables, is he created a sugar that would not decay teeth or cause diabetes. The other thing is he he created a plastic that would actually dissolve after a couple hours, a couple days, a couple months, a couple years, whatever you set it for, Uh okay? But the thing that you might be interested in is he created a gasoline that is 100... I do believe, I didn't see all the article, but I do believe it was supposed to be 100% pollution-free. Okay. Well, in order to get pollution-free fuel, let's just talk about fuel, we have to burn every molecule, every single molecule. Mm-hmm. So if you in, if you send a million molecules into the engine, into the combustion chamber to have the spark plug fire, then you have to fire, you have to kill all of them with flame. So you have to burn them all up. Now, today, um, compared to yesterday, compared to the 70s, in the se- in the 60s and 70s, if you locked yourself in the garage with your car, you'd be dead in 20 minutes, okay? That's how dirty the tailpipe is. Mm-hmm. The newer model cars today, the 18s and 19s, you're going to be in the garage for a couple of days and you're going to have to order meals <laughs> from the Pizza Hut because well, you're not going to. But I understand what you're saying, and we've seen this before. But the question is, but, is how is he making the engine more efficient to burn the fuel completely? Well, now, I don't know, but he, I didn't see all the aspect mm-hmm. of the article, okay? But take a look at it and see what's going on because he's got three senators backing him. Okay. And he has a corporation trying to help him out. Okay. So take a look at the article. All right, send me the send me the link on the article, marketmarksalem.com, and let me tell you about three okay. senators, okay? 
if we got three senators backing it, <laughs> you've lost my attention already because it's self-serving. But I will. I promise I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I promise I'll look at it. But anyway, I'll look up the. I'll see if I can't find the article and okay. I'll send it to you. Okay. All right. Um, because if it's true, because he. Anyway. Okay. Um, the other thing is, is I kind of deal with the uh, oil. My question for my truck is, I kind of deal with. I got a. An 11. You need to hurry Silverado. up. We're up against a break. Okay. 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 Got an 11 Silverado. And I've been going down to Gateway Chevrolet to get my oil changed and everything else. Well, I noticed a little bit of oil underneath my truck the other day. So I went out this morning and I checked it, checked the oil on the dipstick to make sure I had oil enough to drive it. And the oil was cold was about a quart above the full line. Okay. I took it down to Chevrolet and I showed him and whatnot and he said, oh, well, there's a vent, a vent system in the engine that keeps the seals because back in the day... Okay, we're done. We're, we're done. We're done. Um, there, he's wrong. There is no vent system. Um, if you found it a half a quart over the full mark, then they messed up. That's all there is to it. You're not supposed to do that. And what happens is is your truck will take four and a half quarts of oil and they'll put five in it. Or your Honda takes four and a half quarts of oil and they'll put five in it. So they don't know what to do the extra other half a quart in the bottle. So it, what he said to you is not true. Your Silverado is airtight and we have a PCV valve and it sucks the the internal pressure out and it burns it and sends it out the tailpipe. The fact of the I don't know where the oil leak came from. But I'm telling you, the, the explanation is pure um, bovine excrement. How did you like that? Lovely. Ah. So anyway, it's just not true. And so uh, I now it does happen to us every once in a while. We do an oil change, and we may not get all the oil off the cross member because the drain is right above the cross member. And they'll come back in, and they'll say, yeah, I've got a leak I didn't have before. You gave me a leak. Put it up on the rack. Yep, we messed up. So then we run it to the car wash next door, hose off that cr- the cross member from behind and in front and from the left and the right, apologize profusely, and sometimes, depending on their attitude, we'll give them a free oil change the next time. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes when you take the filter off, you do the same thing. You, you drip oil all over the undercarriage, and then the customer sees it there. But this vent hypothesis is not something I'm buying. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Summer is here, and Matt's got the barbecue out all ready to grill. That's why he trusts Super Polygrip, so he can enjoy his steak with full confidence. Polygrip! Sounds like there's a party going on, but something's missing. The birthday gals arrived, and thanks to Polydent, her bright smile is anything but a surprise. Polydent! This is the Terminator. Listen to America's money ace of the airways, Victoria McVeigh, here at 960 The Patriot. She's smart, savvy, and a serial entrepreneur. So grab your wine, whiskey, or Perrier and come play with Victoria McVeigh on Sundays at 8 p.m. She'll have you saying hasta la vista, baby, to your financial dismay. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. 
Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess you know it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. All about that. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is my wife, my cohort in car repair for 39 years or something like that. Yes, You did sir. started when you were five? Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. It's a Better Business Bureau A-plus rated shop, and they have some of the best diesel technicians in the business. They're dedicated for the best service. They get the job right done right the first time, um, and, and their, their estimate is exactly what they told you, or a little bit less. And that's why the customers should ask for out-the-door pricing. 
because by the time we add 10% sales tax and 10% shop supplies and environmental charges, you can understand we're going to be over a bit. So out-the-door pricing is what you should look for, and they do that a lot. They work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're located just south of I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate is the owner, and he's the one you're likely to meet and deal with, and he's a really, really good guy. So, um... uh, Raymond. Raymond called back and he said he was sorry for getting me all upset. And I thank you for your apology. And I likewise should like to apologize for you um, because I, I I should have answered the portion of the question because my wife reminded me that the, the half a quart just should come out. But one of the things in my defense is, is a half a quart, ugh, I'm not quite sure that's going to cause a leak. That's why I followed up with the oil on the cross member. Mm-hmm. That's why I followed Now, if it had been two or three quarts, then yeah. What happens is the oil is below the spinning crankshaft, okay? When we overfill it, the crankshaft will start beating on the oil, and it'll foam the oil, and it'll throw oil all over the inside of the engine. And a lot of times that will create... But engines are still still sealed, and so it's not likely. But it could come out the front seal or the rear, rear seal, oil seal. But it's just not likely. It's more likely that they made a mess when they did the oil change. And okay, it's unfortunate. and he, he was saying, would it damage the engine? It shouldn't damage the engine, no. but it sh- it shouldn't be in there. No, it it that's easy. Put it up on the rack and figure out, did your technician do something wrong? Mm-hmm. But it, now... If the oil's coming from up high and you never had an oil leak and you can tell there's never been an oil leak, then you overfill the heck out of it. Right. Let me ask you a question. Okay. The add mark. How far is it from the full mark? One quart, I assume. No, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So a half a quart over the full mark is half the distance between the full and the add. Yes? Okay. Okay. It's hard. I know that they're trying to draw a picture, but it's going to be, I mean, the add mark might be a half an inch. So the half a quart over might be a quarter of an inch over. Mm-hmm. Most people wouldn't even notice that. So every once in a while I hear this complaint, but my answer is, is they probably put five quarts in a system or six quarts that hold held to five and a half. Yeah. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Do you have anything else that you want to talk to me about and, and, uh, and beat me up about? Yeah, just be nice. Okay, I'll, I'll do my best <laughs> to, to be nice. Um, it's... In our industry, things are going to slow down. First of all, we have year-round school. So mm-hmm. before, we used to get really busy in May because everybody was getting ready to go on a vacation. So May, April and May were really, really busy. June, July was overheats, air conditioning not working, I want to take a vacation, my car's not ready for it. August, everybody's coming back, and it's a little humid. We're still doing with air conditioning issues, but September, we're done. Mm -hmm. And so we'd have a slow September, October, and then November with Thanksgiving, and then December with Christmas. So there was, you know, nine months of the year we were running and gunning, and three months a year you sat around and played poker and, you know, with the guys in the shop. Well, it's not that anymore in the sense that it's year-round school. So those vacations move all the way around. So we're kind of busy, but... We're also slow because the new cars have huge mileage stops. Mm-hmm. So where it used to be 30000 it's now 90000 Where it used to be um, 50000 it's now 100000 So when it used to be 3000 it's now 10000 So the, we have all this movement with respect to the, the maintenance stops. 
when you have to have this done at this particular miles. We're using synthetic fluids, and they last as long as we're talking about. We're using synthetic engine oils. It lasts as long as we're talking about. Mm -hmm. If people drive 18,000 miles a year, they can do two oil changes because nine is on the first and nine is on the second as long as they use synthetic oil. Right. Transmission fluid has become synthetic in a big way. It's the same way. The temperature that it turns ugly in is much higher, Mm -hmm. and the transmission's fluid is running a little hotter than before. So let me ask you a question this, Mrs. Car Repair. Okay. All right. The oil in uh, in the engine usually runs about 220 degrees. What's the oil in the transmission run? No idea. 260. Okay. It's about the same as engine oil. Oh, is it? One way or the other. Now, if you're hauling your boat and you're climbing Rye Hill going into Payson, mm-hmm. um, the transmission fluid's going to get a little warmer because the transmission's working a little hotter. Right. But And the reason I know that is is I have been monitoring my transmission and my oil as I go up and down the mountain. Yeah. And at the most, they might be 15 degrees difference, but that's when you're driving and you're trying to race the guy next to you. I was just going to say that. You mean that's when you're going 100 miles an hour? No, that's yes. not true. That's yes. not true. Well, that was one thing. When Bob called, he said that he was doing his transmission service again after 20,000 miles, and I thought that was kind of short time frame, too. And I hope he isn't using a conventional fluid, a Dextron, a Uh conventional Dextron, if the car calls for a synthetic, but it's an 11, so it's eight years old, so I was going to leave that alone. Yeah. But but you're right. But there's a comfort zone in the old guys and and the young guys in doing something extra early. And you know why, though, don't you? No. Because if we do the oil change at 3,000 miles... Your car's going to love you more. You've heard me say that before. About a million times. Don't finish my <laughs> sentence. It's dramatic. I have to finish my oh, okay. sentence. And I, I tell people, your car's not going to love you anymore if you were to change the oil every 1,000 miles. Mm-hmm. It's not going to love you anymore. If it fails and it's going to die at 67,000 miles, you can change the oil every day and that motor's going to die at 67,000 miles. So it doesn't do any good to have your car love you. Okay. And besides, none of the vehicles that I've ever owned loved me. <laughs> no, they don't because you <laughs> ride them hard. I, I, it, I, I do, but I pull big tractors and I pull big trailers and stuff like that. But, yeah, I'm riding them kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, 602-508-0960. We're going to do this. We're going to talk about your make and model. We're going to talk about symptoms or questions. And so a lot of times when I'm talking to people about their car stuff, I say to them, here's the question, mm-hmm. okay? So here's the question to him. Are you sure it was seven quarts? How did you find it was seven quarts? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so you just kind of frame the question. I'm not expecting customers to properly frame the question, but sometimes I'll regurgitate them back to them and say, okay, here's the real question. Here's the second question. Do you know what it is? No. What do you do, Mark? What do you do? What, is you, what, what do you do for you your wife? Do. That's okay. right. That's right. That's the second question. That's easy for me to answer. Mm-hmm. I don't ever do nothing to your car. <laughs> That's I, right. I, I get the guys <laughs> at the shop to do it yeah, for me. Yeah. You run around on ball tires where they can see the I air inside. Not. I All do righty. 602 We'll be right back. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. If you think of your home as just a roof over your head, the place where you store your possessions and sleep, you're missing out on your home's investment potential. Put your home's equity to work for you with a cash-out refinance. Pay off your high-rate credit cards. Make a dent in your medical bills. Do some remodeling and repairs. Or pay your back taxes. Call Steve Oswald from Finance of America Mortgage. Same company, new name. To see if a cash-out refinance makes sense for you. 602-266-5665. With over 20 years' experience and extensive market knowledge, Steve can guide you through the complicated mortgage loan process and simplify the many product options. To learn more about how a cash-out refinance can put money in your pocket, call Steve Oswald from Finance of America Mortgage. Same company, new name. 602-266-5665. That's 602-266-5665. Or go to steveoswald.mortgage. Equal housing lender, MLO 182922 and MLS 1071-AZBK-0910184. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Visit azein.gov and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by DEMA, FEMA, and the Ad Council. 45 minutes after the hour, Mark Salem and my wife Renee sitting here to help you and listen We thought of something during the break. If you and your wife or you and your husband have an argument, give us a call, 602-508-0960. If one of you can give your argument and hand the phone to the other or whatever, but we'll chime in. 
So we'll vote on what we think is right. And, um, and, but the question of who drives better, men or women, that's not what we're dealing with for obvious reasons because that's going to be some self-serving answer. Nevertheless, Kurtz Automotive is up on I-17 in Bell. I've known Kurtz for a very, very long time. He opened his doors in 1987. He has Jeff and Eric working with him. They're both relatives of his. And I want to tell you, between the three of them, who are all ASE Master Certified Technicians, you can't really draw to a better group than a bunch of master techs that are working on your car, especially if more than one of them has gray hair and been around the block a few times. So they're at I-17 and Bell, northeast corner, Kurtz Automotive. He's a good guy, I promise you. Let's go to Irene first. Good morning, Irene. How are you? Hi. Hi, Mark. How are you? First time um, caller. Well, thank you. Thank you. Go, you can go ahead. Oh, so my um, question is, I have a 2004 Toyota Highlander, okay. and I've been um, diligent about maintenance. And the last couple of months, every time I turn the car on, there's a really loud screech. So my Google research said it could be a belt. But then, process of elimination, it only happens if the air conditioning is on. So then I Googled that, and I think it may be the condenser. Um, so my question is, I've always taken the car to the dealership for maintenance, um, and I would like to find a second opinion, and I just feel like there's no honest <laughs> repair shops out and there. It's okay for you so to that's feel why that. I call you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay you feel that way. Well, let's talk about um, it's the compressor. Not the condenser, the compressor. but the compressor. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, and, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to open up the hood when you know it's going to squeal, probably first thing in the morning. Okay? Correct. I want you to keep uh-huh. the air off. So start it up, rev it a couple times. Run, run, run. Then the next uh-huh. morning, I want you to turn the air on before you start the car and see what happens. Now, if I were looking at your car, what I'd have is a spray bottle with water in it. I'd get the squeal to happen, and then I'd start spraying one belt at a time. And as soon as I hit the belt with water that's squealing, I know that's it. But the squealing tells you one of two things. The belt is needs to be tensioned. We need to tighten up the belt. Or it needs to be replaced. How many miles are on your Highlander? Um, 178. Have you done belts ever before? I don't, I don't believe so. Not okay. if the dealership didn't tell me I needed it. Okay, I'd change them all because my personal comfort zone is 8 years and 80,000 miles for belts and hoses. So Mm -hmm. I would, you know, you can do the hoses next summer, the beginning of the summer, but as far as your belts are concerned, um, and you did a good job in describing it, but I think the only thing left out is, is, is for sure, is every time I start it and the air's off, it doesn't do it. Every time I start it and the air's on, it does it. Bingo, bingo, bingo. You've just, you've saved yourself $50 in diagnostic time. Oh, wow. So, okay. Now, what part of town do you live in? I live in Scottsdale up by the air park. Okay. Blackwell is at 40th Street and Greenway. Okay. Blackwell? Okay. Yep. He's not going to take advantage of you. He's not going to sell you something you don't need. He's a good guy. He's a friend of mine. As a matter of fact, him and his wife and, and Renee and I spent last weekend together. Um, oh, wow. And and so I know him, I've known him for 25 years. And the other day he called me. I'm, I'm talking to my wife now. He mm-hmm. called me with the customer in the office. Yeah, I remember that. And and my first thing out of my mouth when my buddies call me is, 
if there's anybody listening to me, you need to tell me because <laughs> I'm kind of ornery at times and my mouth isn't that clean sometimes. You don't have a filter. Yeah. So anyway, he's laughing his tail end <laughs> off because the customers are there and I go, they're there, aren't they? He goes, yeah, you sent them to me. And I said, great. I said, I only want to hear if they if he fixed it. That's all I want to hear. Yeah. And they said he did. So I would go to Blackwell at 40th and Greenway, tell him what you told me. Maybe you can okay. duplicate the problem. But I mm-hmm. think if you say no air conditioning, start, squeal's not there, yes, air conditioning. Now, there is a one in six, seven, or eight chance that the compressor is causing the problem. But us old gray-haired guys are just going to grab a hold of the belt. And we'll know if it's the belt or not. So it could be a compressor. But if it's a compressor, I'd wait till it went bad if I were you. You could get another year or two out of that thing. So And oh, when it goes okay. bad, it's going to really get bad. And oh, then yeah. you'll know it's time. But it's not going to cause okay. any more damage either to well, the vehicle. No, yeah. it'll, it'll, that it, was the compressor's my bad already. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it won't it, just like get worse and worse and worse. It might, it might but you're going to know that. Okay. And and then, okay. too, there is a, if the compressor locks up, then it'll, it'll throw that belt off. It'll burn that belt off. And sometimes that belt causes the other belts to come off. Mm-hmm. Not always, but sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. you'll know on a one to ten scale, this is probably a two or a three. Don't let it get past a six, okay? Okay. Can I just say too? I always wanted to tell you this that I think I remember you from Channel Three years ago, and when I accidentally came across you on the radio, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I started listening, and I'm not even into cars, and I think this show is so helpful. So well, thank, thank you. you so much. And you're right. Channel Three was where I started. And I had a mm-hmm. segment once a week, was it? Yep. Once a week, a mm-hmm. three or three and a half mm-hmm. minute segment. Yeah. We had fun on the segment. Mm-hmm. Dan uh, Davis uh-huh. and uh, yes. w- what was yes. the girl's name? Tara Hitchcock. Tara Hitchcock mm-hmm. and Jody, Jody Applegate. Jo- Jody Applegate. Yeah. Now I yes. want to tell you something real, real quick, Irene. <laughs> yeah. I remember one morning when I showed up, and everybody was huddled around in the in the in the control room, and they have twenty TVs. Okay, and they have from all over the United States, and it's just really quiet. And I'm sitting there looking at the TV, and then I know now it was the Oklahoma bombing, and we were oh just my. spellbound with 20 yeah. televisions showing different versions of this. And then Margaret uh, Beardsley, mm-hmm. she turned to me. She was the director, and this lady was tough, but mm-hmm. she was always nice to me. She turned to me and she says, "We won't be doing your spot." And yeah. I said, okay, oh, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. I understand. But wow. let me tell you something else. Fast forward however many years, I walk in, and the control room is the same, and I get this feeling of, wow. And I look up, and 9-11 had just started. Mm-hmm. And, I remember and, that day. And, they, mm-hmm. and he turned around. They, I don't know who turned around mm-hmm. to me and said, you won't be doing your same. Now, both times I hung around in that room wow. for the next two hours watching the coverage. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately... Both times those things happen, God forbid, if they happen again. I happen to be having a segment. And then they'd say, well, we're not going to do your segment. And I said, I'm thinking in the big world of importance, (laughs) my segment isn't that important. But thank you for saying that, Irene. Thank you very much. Gene, you're up next. How can I help you, Gene? I have got a 2011 Toyota Tundra, uh, 108,000 miles on it. It has run just like a tank. I mean, I I take good care of it, change oil regularly, rotate the tires. And the last time I rotated the tires, the front right tire 
a, a noise started. I thought maybe the guy forgot to tighten the lug nuts. I was it was that pronounced, and I, I, I I'm just one of these anal guys hate rattles. Yeah, and um, so I pulled over to the side of the road. Thought, man, man, the tire's going to fall off. Wasn't the tire, and there has been a persistent rattle in the right front quadrant. I cannot figure it out now. My uh, my mechanic told me a while back that my struts were starting to leak, so I went and bought new struts, changed the strut, actually did it myself, had new front end alignment. That didn't do it. So there's still a rattle in there, and I had them when they uh, did the alignment, checked the ball joints, all okay. that. Okay, Don't you still got the rattle. So nothing else matters. You still got the rattle. So unless you transferred a bad upper mount to those struts, then that could be it. But this isn't that hard. You just have to know what you're doing. So if I took it out for a drive, you'd be sitting next to me, but I'd be driving. And I'd make gentle right turns and left turns, and then I'd make bigger, faster right turns and left turns, and then I'd make really big, fast turns and light turns. Then I'd drive the car 10 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, and I would want to know if the cadence of this noise moves with speed. And if the cadence at 10 miles an hour and 100 miles an hour sounds like somebody typing on a typewriter real fast, then bingo, I got it. So I know that now, it's something. Now, what it is is if you go over a bump, if you go over a bump, it sounds like somebody left a, a screwdriver between the wheel well and something. It's rattling back and forth. It okay. doesn't happen when you're just driving straight down the road. doesn't matter if you're turning or left. It doesn't do it when they, you go over a little bump, you hear a rattle on the on the passenger right and okay. I'm not going to be able to diagnose this over the phone. I'm giving you examples of what needs to happen. Um, have you ridden in the passenger side of that vehicle in a while? Yeah. You have? Yeah. I, 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 in fact, uh, last time I... Uh, I no, no. Case, yes or no is fine. Car. Yes or no is fine. The reason I ask you this is is because oftentimes we'll take two technicians. One will drive and one will sit in the passenger seat, and they'll get it to happen. Then they switch places. The question is, is which side is it really on? I know you said it's on the right front, and I know you said you knew how to change struts. But i got to tell you something. I've been in a car, and I've picked the wrong side more than once. So th- and then we have something if really sophisticated, if you want, and uh, we'll put transmitters all over the front of the car, and one guy will sit in the passenger seat with a set of headphones on it, and he'll know the transmitter one, two, three, or four. He'll know where they're at and where's the noise is at. But, I mean, I can't fix your noise over the phone, but I'm quite sure that if we had a fresh pair of eyes that were seasoned, that they would have a much better chance. But there's parts of the strut that you replaced you should have replaced and if you didn't replace them and the noise started after that or you know sometime after that then obviously there there'd be a, there may be a problem but changing the struts for a noise <clears throat> isn't sound like a good idea to me because i know the struts were expensive so um it's unfortunate that somebody here's a good example of somebody guessing costing him a lot of money and missing it all together. Mm-hmm. So there is two mounts up on the top of the struts, and if those are those are like big pancake mounts, and if those mounts are bad, then you'll have the same nose, noise when you're when you're done. And they don't come with the strut, so mm-hmm. you have to buy those separately. All righty, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We don't have a caller right now, but when we come back for the next hour, if you'd like to join us, we have five lines six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Gil will be answering the phone, and he'll put you in line, and then he'll say in my ear. Well, Betty's on the phone, or mm-hmm. um, Joey's Joe's on, on the, the phone. phone, Jones on the phone. Action Auto Repair is a really good shop at I-17 and Deer Valley, northwest corner. 
Tom has been a friend of mine since early, early, early 80s, and probably most specifically, and we talked about this so many times, about 1983. He really is a good guy. He's a world-class fisherman, but he's a really great guy. He knows cars very well. His technicians know cars very well. And he's one of those guys that is pretty demanding with respect to his technicians, not to a point of being ugly and having technicians work for him a week and take off, but they all understand that Tom has a line in the sand, and actually most of us do, and as you can imagine, I do. So, and and if we're seasoned, then we know BS from the truth, mm-hmm. and and that's where the problem is created. Is if one of the technicians tells Tom that um, A and, and A plus A equals M, and Tom knows that that's not the case, but he doesn't have those problems. This is Action Auto at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner, Action Auto. 602-508-0960. We'll be back in an hour, in 10 minutes or 15 minutes, with another hour of frivolity. Actually, it's probably about six minutes. Six minutes? Okay, we'll be back then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.